0: Everyone, we are back here with our panel, Shoelle, Heather, Matt, Mark, and Dan. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks. Hello.
1: <laughs>
2: Thank you for having me. Happy
0: here. to be back. <laughs> All right, so imagine we better just dive in here. Yeah, let's do it. So on to our current episode. Rachel McAdams, presented by me, versus Gordon Pinsent. <laughs> Presented by Heather.
3: I'm gonna take on the role of uh, moderator.
4: Who wants to go first? Oh, Keith. I'm I'm gonna need you to keep keep Matt keep him tied down there. Hmm? This is, is Gordy Pinsent. Oh. <laughs> keep things keep things at bay there.
3: But controversy creates cash, my friend. So I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna uh, Matt's Matt's uh, got no leash tonight.
4: <laughs> poor Gordy.
0: Yeah, poor
3: Gordy. Poor Gordy. All right, so uh, I think, uh, Christine, would you like to go first with your presentation?
0: I would love to go first.
3: So please tell us about the project that you chose for uh, Rachel McAdams.
0: Yeah, yeah, so here goes. The project I chose to represent Rachel McAdams is Spotlight, which is a historical biographical film about the Boston Globe investigative journalists who investigated the systemic uh, sexual abuse of children by priests in the Catholic Church. Um, Their investigation won them the Pulitzer uh, for public service in 2003. Um, And I felt like I could have gone with a super obvious choice of like The Notebook, which was alongside the very dreamy former nominee Ryan Gosling, um, or tried to maybe earn some extra Canadiana points with slings and arrows, in which McAdams portrays an apprentice actor brilliantly understudying Ophelia, and which also actually features uh, fellow nominee... Sarah Pauli in a later season. Somehow Calgary-born Paul Gross was not nominated for this series, but that's fine. I might revisit Men with Brooms anyway. Uh, but I picked this film because it's an ensemble role, including Mark Ruffalo, who I also thought uh, turned in a great performance, Michael Keaton, Stanley Tucci, um, John Slattery, uh, and she still really stood out. The role earned her a Screen Actors Guild Award a Critics' Choice Movie Award, a Satellite Award, which is given by the International Press Academy, and an Independent Spirit Award, as well as an Academy Award nomination. Um, in this film, McAdams plays journalist Sasha Pfeiffer, who has said she was quite taken by how well represented she was. Um, now, this is not the first time uh, McAdams portrayed a journalist. In fact, I admit that until I rewatched the movie, I had some of it mixed up with State of Play, in which she portrays a fictional reporter, Della Fry. Um, or portrayed an investigative sort of role, thinking back to True Detective. I think it would be really easy to assume that McAdams is just kind of playing a version of herself in this. Um, her performance is quite grounded. I realize I say that a lot about performances I like, and it's kind of subtle in ways. But I guess she actually really studied Pfeiffer extensively. She even referenced sort of stalking her at some point, And Pfeiffer herself even said that she was quite surprised after watching the film at how much... Um, She had been studied these little mannerisms that McAdams had picked up on um, and put into the performance were things, I guess, even Pfeiffer's friends and family really noticed. I think that speaks to the work ethic, the technique that's required to pull off a performance like like this, where you're portraying a real person and, in fact, one who is still alive. Um, And I think McAdams has, you know, she certainly has some range. She's done comedy and drama. I sometimes forget she was in Mean Girls because she sort of disappeared into the role of the awful Regina George. And I really like her energy alongside Jason Bateman and Game Night. Um, But for me, her acting work really shines in dramatic roles like this one. So that's my pick. Rachel McAdams in Spotlight. What did you all think?
3: Thank you very much, Christine. Um, Let's see. Dan, can you give us your thoughts on uh, Rachel McAdams in this film?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, no, interesting choice too. Um, I had heard about this movie for a long time. I would never seen it. It was extremely powerful movie, really, really moving. Uh, probably the heaviest subject matter this podcast has seen, and um, it was it was very good. Um, but I, I you know, it was more of an ensemble piece. I would have liked to to have seen her in more scenes. Like I feel like Mark uh, Ruffalo and uh, Michael Keaton. Um, best Batman of all time, by the way, uh, had had a lot of scenes as well. Um, so uh, she she did a good job, but um, yeah, the movie itself I found as an ensemble piece was it was incredible. Uh, Heather,
4: um, I'm a big fan of Rachel McAdams, and I I do generally I've seen a few things of hers, and I do generally like her performance. This movie was definitely a hard hitting emotional drama, for sure. I didn't necessarily feel like it showed us Rachel's full spectrum of talent, to be honest. It definitely shows that she's got some chops, so she's a good actress. Like, I just feel like I've seen more from her, dare I say, even in The Notebook. I know that's kind of, like, such a chick flick. I kind of felt a little more of a character arc from her in that. I just didn't necessarily think that this Movie was her best portrayal of of that gravity.
2: Uh, Matt, hi, yeah, thanks. Uh, oh boy, I didn't uh, I didn't care for this movie. I thought that uh, yeah, the subject matter is uh, heavy indeed. Ooh, it's very heavy indeed. But uh, I guess I just don't think that makes it a very good movie. I echo the sentiments of my esteemed colleagues Heather and Dan. This is a uh, a very ensemble picture. I wish we had gone with the notebook i've never seen the notebook so that would have been fun for me here we are i watched spotlight where the only real life person that i can figure out what rachel is playing is average reitman's shopper she really just kind of doesn't this doesn't really do anything for me here this this was a this is a bit of a miss this could have been anyone i don't really i don't get it grounded gravity you know just words that mean down (laughs) <laughs> this was a downer. Thank you, Matt. Let's see, Shwell.
5: I would have to agree with uh, Heather and Matt. And I think she did a great job. I think this was totally an perfor- unsolvable uh, performance and everyone was really captivating on screen. And I, would, I wouldn't say she stood out. She's a strong actor. But I don't think it was the piece that's that knocks it out of the park for me. I ended up enjoying the movie. This is the second time I've seen it, the first time I fell asleep, and I I was really happy that I watched the whole thing, and it was I'm eager to hear what we have to say about Gordon Pinsent in this one.
3: Very good. And Mark? Uh,
6: I think I have to agree with Dan. Michael Keaton is the best Batman ever. Um, Outside of that, he was also the best thing in this movie for me. Uh, Keaton and Ruffalo really stood out, and I would definitely say Rachel McAdams kept up with them. But it was, yeah, it had a very strong ensemble vibe. Uh, your presentation was great, Christine, and, and there were some some little notes in there that if maybe I'd, I'd known some of the mannerisms of this particular person uh, before watching it, those subtle notes would have stood out. But yeah, it was a uh, heavy subject matter indeed, especially with uh, the things going on in the current news cycle. So it was a bit of a downer, but uh, good performance. Um but yeah, got a little lost in the shuffle for me.
3: Yeah, well Christine mentioned like this was a historical drama. It really jarred me because I remember this history very well. This is a this is probably Rachel McAdam's best overall movie that I've ever seen. Um she did a very good job as part of a very good ensemble. I couldn't extrapolate enough from her to appreciate her performance. She did her part extremely well. But it was one of many. Now, I know we've had cameos and we've had ensemble pieces before. I found this one may have done her more harm than good um, because she was surrounded by such talent as well. Um, I would definitely never, ever say this was anything short of a, of, a, of an excellent job, um, but there's a lot of excellent jobs in this one, and she may have gotten buried. Um, considering the role, maybe that's what she was supposed to do.
1: Yeah, one of the things, too, I will say about this film is that there's no one scene that's really incredibly long. There's a lot of shortcuts of, like, the reporters gathering all the information through a series of interviews. So there's, like, no one scene that really stands out. And the pace of the movie for such a strong, like, a horrible subject matter, I mean, the movie does move that way. And that's the way, like, I mean, they, they put, how long did they investigate this for? Like, I mean, I think at one point they stopped um, because 9/11 happened, and obviously the, the news cycle was all about 9/11. I, I think they must have like investigated this story for a couple of years, and they pieced it all together. So it, it is hard to kind of pinpoint one scene that the actors would have had, you know what I mean? And maybe that is, you know, no detriment to the actors or Rachel McAdams, because that is the whole point of the movie. They put like five or six years together in 9
4: The other thing I wonder is, are are we getting like sort of wrapped up in the gravitas of this subject matter? Not at all. No. No.
3: No, not at all. Not not for me. Not at all. No.
4: Okay, that's fair enough. Well, I mean, this is
3: subject matter. I mean, you're from Newfoundland. I'm from Cape Breton. This is not shocking subject matter to me. It's disturbing. It's bothersome. Yeah. But it's not shocking. I guess.
4: I guess what I mean is, in terms of the performance, are we are we really focusing on the actors? performance or are we sort of just caught up in the whole the overall whole gravitas of the subject matter and No, because I, I would I would
3: you know if Michael Keaton was Canadian or Mark Ruffalo was Canadian or, or or John Slattery was Canadian, I would be more inclined to vote for them based on their performance in this film than I think Rachel McAdams was. There was a few that got lost fair in enough. the shuffle. You know that's
4: how I'm yeah, feeling fair right? enough. I just I quite like Rachel McAdams. I just didn't necessarily feel that this showed her range as much because i do feel like she actually does have a good range and i didn't see her range in this
6: sometimes when you're portraying a a real historical person too and especially if they're still alive um you don't have a lot of room to try stuff you kind of have to make it genuine and honest to that person too right a
4: hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. But if you're looking to judge an actor on a performance, you want you want to see the full breadth of their ability.
3: Solid supporting role in an ensemble piece is where I'm sitting. This week was a slog for subject matter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Heather, are you ready to tell us about your uh, cousin's brother's sister's former boss? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Am I?
3: Gordon Pinson.
4: Gordy. So, first of all, I chose um, Away From Her. For Gordon Pinson, you typically think of things like the Rowdy Man, uh, the Shipping News, you know, where he is kind of the gregarious Newfoundlander, right? And he plays that fabulously. The reason that I chose Away From Her was because we get to see Gordon in more of a heart-wrenching kind of role, you know, not his typical sort of light-hearted Newfoundlander role. And he does it with such grace and subtlety like i just felt like watching this movie it's a very heartbreaking topic you might even say depressing you can just watch his facial expressions and be captivated and drawn in with just that he does it he does all of his acting i find with a subtlety uh, like he has a warmth and a sincerity to everything he does i think that's the biggest thing with gordon pinson that you believe him you're sucked in You believe him. You're there. He's your next door neighbor or he's your whatever, whatever role he's playing. And in this movie, I mean, i got to be honest, I was kind of not looking forward to watching this movie just because of the subject matter. But he brings you on that journey. I just think he's a fabulous actor. And yes, he's a Newfoundlander. And yes, he, you know, he does the Newfoundland gig well. But I do think he has the chops beyond just playing the Newfie character.
3: Absolutely. Thank you very much, Heather. Um, I'll throw out my, my thoughts first and then we'll go around the table. Um, I thought this was a really good introspective performance and, 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 and Gordon Pinson was probably one of the few people that could pull it off because he is subtle and introspective because in the film there's not a whole hell of a lot of, uh, for the lack of a better term, action-action. It The uh, film was a tad slow for me, but it, that's not Pinson's fault. I really noticed with this one that he was just consistently strong in every scene he was in, and he was playing against a lot of different actors with a lot of different emotions. What he did was great, but we really didn't get to see much range from him either. There was not a whole hell of a lot of joy or happy. There was just kind of a a brooding 75-year-old emo. Now, considering the subject matter, you can totally dig that and totally understand that. That being said, uh, this was a great choice for for pushing Pinsent. And uh, my goodness, Julie Christie at 68 or 69 is still... Strikingly beautiful. Let's see. Uh, let's go to Mark on this one.
6: I have to say, um, I think it was a little slow uh, as a film, but I think that works well for the subject matter. This is one of the best portrayals I think I've ever seen regarding Alzheimer's and things like that. And it was rough. Um, I have to say, Julie Christie. She really stole the show for me. Every time she was in a scene, I could not take my eyes off her. Um, and Pinsent, I think kind of knew that was happening and it was his job to be the rock or the foundation that that's all sort of sitting on maybe i'm just reading too much from the actual character uh, versus the performance but i thought he did a really fantastic job with what he had to do i don't normally like watching movies to feel super sad so i wasn't really big on this one But, yeah, there was one or two small moments of joy, but the way he carried his hurt and um, feeling kind of hopeless and wanting to fight against it and then slowly having to accept it, it was a real subtle change over time, but I think he pulled it off
0: fantastically,
6: and I thought this was a good choice to show off his skills.
3: Christine, I know you pushed McAdams, but just wondering how you're feeling about Gordy tonight.
0: The film was heavy, obviously. I think one thing that... Uh, Mr. Pinsent does really well is just like s- sit in silence in a way that is still captivating for the audience I find, you know, that can be really hard to do and you see it in editing where we cut away from somebody and instead of looking them straight on we've got them <laughs> in profile or from the back or something because they just can't carry that silence for as long but he <laughs> he does it well and he had to do it a lot I found in this movie I wasn't I wasn't crazy about the film, but I think it was still a good pick. And I think it did, you know, give us an opportunity to see him do one of those things that he, that he does so well, which is like, again, play with those silences, play with that sort of, uh, that internal life of, of a character. And like you said, you know, allow the people, the other people that he's acting with to, um, to really like succeed and shine. So, um, yeah, I thought it was a good performance. Dan.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I just want to say to our presenter, she, who said this movie might be depressing, I just want to point out that uh, this movie was more depressing than the film you're up against, which was about pedophilia. This was one of the saddest movies I, I have ever I know. seen in my life. And I have to tell there was one one actual scene where I was so tense, and I was really moved. The performances were incredible. It's such a heartbreaking movie. The scene where the guy who used to be the play caller for the Winnipeg Jets, do you guys remember that scene when he's walking down the hallway and he's like, oh, and there he is. There's a the man with a broken heart, a broken heart in a thousand pieces. I died laughing. Like, I, the tension broke and I just started, like, because all the way through the movie, like, the performance of the two actors and the subject matter was so, it was just so heavy, I couldn't look away. And it is one of those movies where I wouldn't say it's, like, it's not like the Blues Brothers for me, where it's like my favorite movie of all time, but it definitely had an effect that I don't think I'll watch this movie again, but I don't think I'm ever gonna forget it. I think that is because of the 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 acting in it, um, because the script itself is, you know, it's pretty. I mean, there's there's it's not Die Hard here, you know, it's <laughs> it's uh, people moving on that losing their losing their memory, and it's it's so. It was just so heartbreaking, and uh, the actors were absolutely incredible. I keep forgetting the name of um, actor who played the nurse. She was really good too. I, I, looked at, I looked it up in IMBD afterwards, but
3: definitely the unsung hero of the film, um, and, and uh, if somebody can, pick, can uh, look up her name in the next minute or two, that'd be great. I'd like to give a shout out because I was impressed with her.
5: Who the nurse? Yeah. Yeah. Kristen Kristen, Thompson.
3: Kristen Thompson. There we go. Kristen Kristen Thompson, if you're hearing this, uh, well done. Yeah, Dan, I too laughed at the uh, Winnipeg Jet man uh, in that scene, which means away from her got more laughs for me than Los Cachinos did.
1: That's just low, man. That's just low. I I, I just had 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 to mute my laughter.
0: Oh, Oh,
1: oh, wow. Well, don't do that, guys. I feel like it's lead balloon.
0: <laughs>
6: um, I definitely laughed harder at that guy than Kachinos, than too. <laughs> okay,
1: There was another – I just want to also say there was another point I laughed to um, when he goes and tries to convince the, the wife of the of the other man to let him back in the hospital and have that big, long scene, and she shuts the door, and that one line, what a jerk. <laughs> I was ready that almost that like it was like those those were the only two jokes I yeah. think in the movie and oh, you need those in the movie it. with the subject matter like this because you need you need to come up for air
5: yeah. um I don't know what I have to say about this I I liked this movie overall and I I liked Gordon pinson's performance as I always do he drew me in because of his love for his his unconditional love for his wife and like you said mark he hes do it out in the scenes because he let... He just so subtly just lets the other actor shine. I think that's one of Pinson's greatest strengths and is, like, solid in every performance that that's evident. He's just got so much... Such a career behind him that that's kind of what, what puts him on top for me. He, he'll never disappoint me. I don't think any of his performances well. Um, And that, that's what kind of sets him apart from other actors.
3: Matt, what did you think of Gordon Pinson? I, too... Wish I was
2: uninteresting enough to make everything around me look awesome. <laughs> quite a unique and fascinating talent to have. It's like Wonder Bread. It's like it's not. I've
4: been dreading this you're, all you're night.
2: Like, like peanut butter, right? like you only taste the peanut butter. It, it doesn't exist. I kid. You know we all like to jest. Gordon Pinsent is obviously a very, very competent actor. This movie, I see. I really like movies that set out. To break my spirit. Like, I, when I first started this movie, I got a little excited. I was like, oh, oh, this is going to be dark. This is going to hurt. And I was like, okay, bring it on. Like, I like I like those kind of movies. And then, you know, it didn't really. It was kind of, you know, yeah, the subject matter is heavy. It was just like Spotlight. You know, the subject matter is really heavy and it's really serious. But, I mean, there's, there's still like these movies. Come on, guys. They're handling it pretty softly. This is, it's pretty kid-glovey, delicate handling of the treatment here. These are in no way like shocking movies by any means. They're just dealing with, you know, subject matter that's depressing. That's fine. But I mean, the the movies are still fairly fluffy. You know, there's soft edges throughout. As for Pinson's performance itself, I don't know. It was awfully squinty. You know, the whole movie's like, huh? Huh? It's a lot of incredulous like, huh? And that's pretty much all he did the whole time. So that doesn't work for me. This movie didn't work for me because it was too soft with its heavy subject matter. I will say that at the very least, Julie Christie portrays somebody with dementia and Alzheimer's with such grace and dignity, which is certainly more than you can say for Eric Peterson in the Corner Gas movie. That was just a disgrace. (laughs) Thank you, Matt.
3: (laughs) All right, here's... What in the actual... (laughs) So, for the panel, we've got Gordon Pinsent versus Rachel McAdams. I'm going to start with Christine. Who are you picking, and who's the audience picking?
0: Yeah, well, I'm going to with Rachel McAdams and just follow that through, but I do think it's going to go to Gordon Pinson when the audience votes.
6: Thank you very much. Mark? The winner here was my tissue box uh, this week, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. Uh,
1: uh,
6: oh, no. <laughs> Julie, Julie was not that
1: attractive. Well, that went
6: sideways. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, I'd have to... S- Say, based on the performances, Pinson had more to work with. And while they both did the same amount of... Uh, or acted to similar levels, he had more to work with, so I'm going to have to go with him. I think he's also going to take it in the polls because
3: Newfies like to rally around each other. They absolutely do. Heather, Gordon or Rachel?
4: Well, I mean, I think it goes without saying that I'm going to vote Gordon. I'm a, I am am a big Rachel fan, I, and I think she did a fabulous performance, but I just think Gordon, he just, he has my heart. He, I think he did a great performance in this movie. I just think he kind of had a little more chops in this film than I saw in Spotlight for Rachel. Schwill. Gordon Pinson all the way. Thank you very much. Dan?
1: I I would have to go with Gordon Pinson based on the performances, yeah.
3: Um, Matt? I'll be voting for
2: Rachel McAdams personally I, I suspect the tides will swing against this, be
3: that as it may I will be going Gordon Gordon um, well I'll be going Gordon and I think the audience will go Gordon, one never knows um, but yeah, I think at this stage if nothing else the, hey he's our, he's our, our number one Canadian that stayed here thought might prevail um, and we do have a few Newfoundland voters who did rally around pretty strongly last round So that's it for this episode. Uh, Thank you very much, panel. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for having us.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. We'll hear you on the next one.
1: And we'll see you next time. (laughs)